Well, hi, my name is Mark Touchell, and welcome to my Living Sober Sucks, But Living Drunk Sucks More blog This is an audio version of my written blog, and the title of this piece is Polishing Turds. Yes, polishing a turd. Well, <laughs> that's what I call it, but psychologists refer to it as mental accounting. See, mental accounting is the act of mindfully separating bad behaviors, poor decisions, and faulty outcomes into mental categories or accounts where they can be validated as being a good behavior, a fine decision, an inconsequential outcome, or entirely someone else's fault. That's a pretty heady explanation, which is why I call it polishing a turd. See, what you do is you take a piece of shit, you polish it, and then you tell yourself that it's a gem. Well, it's not a gem, okay? No matter what you do to it, it's not going to become a topaz, okay? It's still just a shiny turd. But for the sake of this article, I will refer to this as mental accounting. See, we're hit with peer pressure to do something or to buy something. You know, there's an image you want to project of yourself. You want to put out a confident air that you are competent and that you have the luxury to do whatever you want. You don't want to be viewed as poor or not very well off. I mean, you want to look financially stable and be accepted, admired, and respected by people. I would wager that most people desire to be viewed in these ways. Well, I'm not that superficial, Mark. Well, I didn't say you are superficial. I said most people desire to be viewed in these lights because protecting and projecting a positive self-image is natural. But these desires oftentimes lead us to do unhealthy things or foolishly spend our money using mental accounting. Now, to put the brakes on mental accounting, you just need to stop once in a while and say no. It really is okay to say, I'm sorry, no, I'm not going to do that. But thank you for the invite. I'm sorry, no, I can't afford that. But thank you for the offer. And it's not always uh, that easy or fun to say, I can't do that or I can't afford that. You, know, you, you might actually even feel embarrassed to say those words. And it's okay to feel that way. But the bottom line is that sometimes you just need to say no. No, because what happens is is that our friends or a salesman uh, will try to pressure us by saying, oh, sure you can. And then they give us what sound like some pretty goddamn good reasons. Well, that's when we might tip our own scales by using mental accounting and then agree to do whatever it is we had just said no to. No, it doesn't have to be a friend or a salesman. Uh, we do it to ourselves. I mean, hey, I'm guilty of talking myself into all sorts of crazy shit. But I've gotten better at asking myself, am I using mental accounting here? You know, if I want to do something crazy, dangerous, or financially foolish, I prefer to admit that it's crazy, dangerous, or financially foolish and not pretend that it's logical or that it falls into some special accounting category. I'd rather acknowledge that what I'm about to do isn't very smart, but I want to do it anyway. I don't have to conjure up bullshit reasons to explain it to someone else or to myself. So if you are going to do something impulsive or spend money foolishly, at least admit to yourself that it's impulsive or foolish. I mean, hey, that way you may stop yourself from doing it, or at least you'll be better prepared for unpleasant outcomes if they happen, and you won't be able to blame someone else. Now, mental accounting in its rawest form is simply lying to myself so that I can make a poor decision mentally appear like a logical decision or that it's a decision that really doesn't, you know, it didn't matter. 
Our mind uses mental accounting to play tricks on us. I'm going to give some examples of how this happens, uh, first with money and with destructive drinking and drug use. And after you hear my examples, I'd like you to think if you fall victim to your own versions of mental accounting. So let's use Las Vegas as our first money example. Now, have you ever heard anyone or maybe even yourself say, well, I really didn't lose any money. I was playing with the casino's money. Really? Really? Uh, If you were ahead by $500 and a casino manager walked up to the table and took that money from you and said, well, you, you won't mind. That's the casino's money. I'm sure you wouldn't be really fucking happy. Now, would you? And if you happen to be up $500 and you walk away from the table and go cash in your chips, that's your money. It's not the casino's money, but saying I was playing with their money is mental accounting. Well, I would have spent that money anyway. Well, that's another form of mental accounting. Yes, you may have spent that money anyway, but it might have been spent or saved and then applied towards something more important or more meaningful. Mental accounting is a trick we play on ourselves to explain why we're broke before our next paycheck. Well, if I wouldn't have to buy new tires for a car, I I would have money right now. Look, man, if you own a car, you know that it drinks gas and eats tires. Now, if you saved a couple of bucks from each paycheck, oh, I don't know, say the amount you would spend in a bar, you'd probably have that money for tires, gas, rent, food, you know, just crazy stuff like that. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't spend your money. I mean, hey, that's why we work, to earn money so that we can use it for living and having some fun. Now, you might make just enough to get by and not able to save anything. But if you can afford to drink or do drugs, you can afford to pay your bills, get out of debt, and begin saving for your future. You know, unless you don't want to. Hey, the choice is yours. But let me ask you two questions. Number one. Could you stash away 5% of what you get paid into a savings account or mutual fund? Number two, could you find a way to cut expenses and still survive if you got a 5% pay reduction? Now, if you answered no to number one, but answered yes to number two, then you can accomplish number one. See, mental accounting can be used to work in your favor as well. Now, when it comes to drinking and drugs, there are plenty of mental accounting tricks that we play on ourselves. Oh, sure, I might drink a lot, but I'm not as bad as Joe. You see the trick that you're playing on yourself? How do you know you're not as bad as Joe? Maybe you're worse. And besides, you don't have to live Joe's life. Joe might be quite happy knowing that he drinks more than he should for his own good. But the comparison is mental accounting. Well, at least I've never been arrested for drunk driving. What, do you want a fucking award because you've never been caught? Uh, look, man, you're just not trying hard enough. Don't worry, you'll get caught. Uh, I only had a beer or two. Well, all right, was it one? Was it two? Maybe it was 15. Now, it's easy to tell people, uh, I only had a couple. Now, that may work with mental accounting for yourself and for your friends, but it won't work on a breathalyzer. And, and telling yourself or defending yourself to someone else by saying, I'm not as bad as she is, or I only had a couple, or I only drank beer, or it wouldn't have been a problem if, uh, what, if that guy hadn't pulled out in front of me, uh, if I wouldn't have gotten pulled over, uh, if I would have stopped after we did those shots, you know, whatever. This is all mental accounting to put facts into different categories. 
So just as every dollar equals a dollar, regardless if you earned it at work, won it playing blackjack, or found it in a pair of pants you hadn't worn in years, every drink is a drink. It doesn't matter which mental slot or account you put it in. My point here is to remind you that it's okay to say no. And secondarily, I'd ask you to think if you fall victim to your own versions of mental accounting. You know, catching yourself doing mental accounting may help you avoid costly and harmful mistakes, or at least make fewer bad decisions in the future. Hey, if you want to do something impulsive or financially foolish, at least acknowledge that that's what it is. It may stop you from doing it. Now, please, don't spend your life polishing turds. Because all you're going to end up with is a bucket full of shiny turds. Okay, that's it. Thanks for spending your very valuable time to listen and or read my blog. If you enjoy this stuff or get something out of it, please tell your friends about my website. It's livingsobersucks.com. And thanks again for listening to my silly little podcast here. My name is Mark Tuchel.